Hi everyone and welcome to the Arte Anglais podcast, the podcast where we talk about art, design and society to help you learn English naturally. You hear me talk about interesting topics related to art and design and also English expressions so that you can learn English in everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Arte Anglais podcast. I'm your host Tara and I'm really happy to be back here doing another episode after a little break, a short break. I wasn't feeling very well a few weeks ago and it was very hard to talk and make a podcast so I was feeling a little bit sick and then all of my work piled up on top of me so I needed to take a little break from the podcast just so I could get on top of all of my tasks and all of the things that I needed to do and now I'm ready back with another episode but I'm actually about to go on holidays so this will be the last episode for a little while probably for about a month so I can go on holidays and have a rest so before that happens what I wanted to do today was I wanted to talk about something that I'm really passionate about when it comes to art and that is looking at community art projects and looking at how community art and art within a community can help to build community and help to build bridges between communities. So some of the vocabulary that we talk about when we talk about community art and building communities, we talk about things like building bridges within the community. So artists have this ability to, through their art, to be able to build bridges. And I'm going to explain how they do this by using an example in a bit, in a little bit. So we're going to look at things like building bridges. We're going to look at vocabulary like how artists can help to shape the community and to connect people within the community, which means they're helping bring people together. The other thing that can happen with a community art project is we can build connections within the community. So people like artists and businesses can come together to make connections within the community. Also with artists and art, we can see that people really can form an emotional bond or an emotional connection to a place based on the artwork. We also see lots of things like collaboration between artists, so when two people or two artists are working together. And these community art projects really help to connect people. And the reason I wanted to talk about it now is because I think more than ever, we really feel this need to build community and to help support each other and to be there for each other. I know that a lot of places around the world, small businesses in particular, are really struggling with everything that's happening with the coronavirus and not being able to operate at their full capacity. And so we really need to band together and come together. And I think artists have this unique opportunity to be able to do this. In a few episodes ago, I talked about how during coronavirus, a lot of artists have come together to do things like 
raise money for artists and people within the, the arts, so people that create music, bands, and also artists who really rely on being able to see people or be able to connect with people or things like galleries, things like concerts and things like that. So we really rely on this community. So recently after I came out of came out of confinement, one of the things that I did is there was a community art project in Montpellier. So we're going to talk about these two community art projects that I've discovered recently in this episode. So the first one is was organized by Lineup Urban Art and what it is it's a winery and it's about 40 or 30 minutes away from Montpellier where I live and at this winery there are some silos so maybe three or four different silos and a number of artists have painted these silos with their different styles their different ideas and their murals and things that they wanted to communicate to the community now they've done this project on a winery and I guess for me what this does is it helps to increase the awareness of both the artist and the winery so in a way it has a dual benefit so if you are a big fan of art or you're somebody that's really interested in or buy art you might go all the way out to this winery to go and see the artwork and so for me it has a dual benefit so it fills two needs with one deed which is an old English expression that I haven't heard for a while and also we can talk about it being a win-win situation so when I got out of confinement and I went to visit this winery I went to go there because I wanted to visit the art I wanted to see some of these art pieces that some of my favorite artists from Montpellier have painted so went there had a look at the artwork and it was incredible amazing and I just wanted to know how on earth they had done it and what we were able to do when we went to this winery is we went into the winery tasted some wine bought some wine and had a really great discussion with the people at the winery about how the artist had done their paintings how long it had taken them we talked about how the project started and and also how the project progressed and also how it has created this dual benefit in that a lot of people are coming to the winery to visit the artwork but at the same time they're also buying wine at the winery so for me it's a win-win situation because it connects businesses with people in the community or artists within the community and this is something that I also saw in Australia when I went back at the end of last year and I did a tour of lots of different painted silos around Australia well around Victoria I should say so the way that it works is you know you have the information on the internet about which silos you can visit and which parts of the world they're in and you can go and visit these silos and take photos and you can post photos of these silos and the artwork onto Instagram but what it does is it really encourages people to drive through some of these smaller towns and stop buying these smaller towns 
they stop by to see the artwork at the same time. So again, it has this dual benefit of where the artwork is drawing people in, which means it's enticing people or it's getting them to come and see the artwork. At the same time, they're stopping and spending money within some of these businesses. So again, it's a win-win situation. And I think it's really important that we, as much as possible, can connect artists to businesses in this way because their artwork can beautify a place and it's like a draw card. So when something is a draw card, it's, again, it's enticing people to go there. And for me, when I was at the winery, and I was standing at the winery and I was looking at these big art pieces and these murals. And I was thinking, you know, if they didn't have any artwork on them, they would just be sitting there and probably costing more money, costing more money than, than what, well, costing money, but not really getting any money coming in. However, now that they're painted and they're bringing people in, they're bringing customers in, they have this benefit of being able to connect people and connect, connect artists to the, to the artwork. And I guess the other benefit is too, say if people visit the, the winery, they go to visit the winery to taste wine and maybe they get chatting with the people at the winery and the, the people will talk about the artwork and they have these conversations. So in a, in a way it also makes people talk about things, it gives something People, it gives people something to talk about. And that's always a really good way to connect people. When you have something to talk about, you can make small talk with people about certain things. So in my opinion, it's a really good way. My second project that I'm really interested in, it's something that I've been following for the last few weeks and something that I would love to get more involved in is an application which is set to be released very soon. And the application is called Walkanda. And the way that this application works is it uses a very smart technology on your phone. It's called Marta. And what you can do if, for example, you are a lover of street art, you can walk around the streets, use your phone and take a photo with your phone of a piece of street art and the smart technology is able to recognize who the artist is, it locates the artist's profile on the application and then you have the opportunity to then donate money to this artist. And for me this is such a fabulous idea because it means that something that hasn't necessarily been able to generate passive income for artists is now able to allow them to start collecting some income. So really in this way we're empowering a lot of artists with the ability to make money off the things that help to beautify the city. And I think for me it's it's important at this time also knowing that a, knowing a lot of artists suffered during during confinement here in France because they weren't able to continue doing their, their art in the streets. They weren't able to continue to connect with people to be able to sell some of their work. So for me, this is a fantastic app that really allows 
people who see the art on the street to be able to connect with the artist and get to know more about the artist. The other good thing about the app is, you know, when you take a photo of a piece of their artwork, it will recognize the artist and then also show the profile of the artist. So you'll be able to see other artworks of this artist. You'll be able to find other examples of where you can find this artist's work within the world. So it's a very new in its development, this app, but I think what it does is it shows what is actually possible. And I think, you know, we can only grow from here. It can only get even better. So that's all from me today. I just wanted to explain two very sh simple projects. Well, not simple, they're actually quite profound projects really, but two projects that I've really enjoyed getting to know. And to start on something, well, to leave my um, little break on something positive and something optimistic for you. So I hope you enjoyed that episode. You'll be able to go to the website to find the transcript if you need the transcript for today's episode. And also there will be a list of certain vocabulary that you might find useful from today's episode. So I hope that if you are in the Northern Hemisphere, you are enjoying some holidays or you're able to at least enjoy the sunshine and the, the summer. If you're in the Southern Hemisphere, I hope that winter's not too bad or if you're in confinement or in lockdown, as they say in Australia, I hope you're okay. And you'll hear from me again in a few weeks Hopefully I'll come back very refreshed with lots of different ideas for the podcast. Now remember too, if you need to tell me anything, if you want to ask me anything, you can also send me an email at info at All right guys, I'll catch you later. Speak to you soon.